What about it? This is Joe's Corner 76. I will be discussing the human condition. In order to change it, we have to be involved. It seems to me that our whole world has gone through a change that has altered our values, our realities, and freedom. It occurs to me that we allowed ourselves to be ruled and dictated to by an elitist left so-called woke group that we have allowed to by the use of pressure, manipulation of the media, and our own apathy to lose our freedom. It seems to me that not enough people care about the fate of Canada, its place in the world, and the structure of the society we will live in. Is it too late to turn the tide? It seems innocent until proven guilty is almost a thing of the past. People are accused of something, and it's all over the internet, and often without proof. The person is judged and assumed guilty. It doesn't matter if they are later proved innocent. They are forever guilty in the digital universe. When will the silent majority speak up and say, No more! It's sad that they are teaching children that everyone deserves a prize. Aren't we raising an entitled generation who feel that they are owed a great life with no effort? It's a real shock when they hit the real world. It seems individuality is not value, but rather woke conformity. It seems many people no longer take the effort to check the facts on issues, evaluate them, and make a decision based on research. They would rather get their opinions from Facebook and Twitter. This has resulted in rigidity in opinions and polarization in society. It makes me sad to see creativity and seeking the truth go without a great outcry. It's a crime that so many do not value the freedom we have and the price that was paid to keep it. The government is proposing bills that will regulate what we see and what we post. They want to decide what is a hate crime and what is hate content. This is completely against the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms. It is so pitiful that there is not a huge outcry. This is an erosion of freedom that could take our liberty away step by step. This is often how dictatorships get started. It's a bloody shame we're allowing our history to be rewritten. Statues being overturned and being lectured on all the ills of colonialism. It seems we should teach our history and outline all the good and bad. Not reshape history based on today's rules to pretend it never happened. It seems a small minority of people aided by the woke media have decided what they want to be called and they label anyone who disagrees as racist, misogynist, or nonconformist. It's a sad state of affairs that the majority are silent. This only empowers them. It used to be that education was used to give children the tools to learn and test them on how they did. It was measured to see if the educational programs and the teachers were effective in producing well-rounded students. It seems that mathematics used are based on a racist colonialist past. It seems today tests are not required. Let the students evolve without being measured. It shows in the low scores students get in their mathematical and literary skills under standardized tests. It seems, it makes me wonder why the whole world uses mathematics. Is it because mathematics has the answers that are either wrong? It doesn't seem that it's a colonial system, or racist or unfair. It sometimes seems there is a double standard for workers in the private sector versus the public sector. The vast majority of public servants have defined benefit 
pension plans that will never go broke, decent benefit packages, and on average, they're paid 12% more than the private sector workers. They are unionized and have job security. The private sectors don't do as well since they have no pensions, many no benefits, and no job security along with lower wages. It's strange since the private sector sector provides all the money for both groups. It seems everyone has an opinion about the government and what it should do, but they don't exercise their right to vote. It is a travesty with a narrow band of individuals have, and what they've done to our oil and gas industry. The world wants our products. We produce the cleanest energy in the world, and we need the economic benefits from the sale. It's ludicrous that the client... Zelliots won't look at two sources of clean energy and promote it. Nuclear power, which has no emissions, and natural gas, which has 50% of the emissions of coal. It seems that this country assumes a carbon tax will reduce emissions when all it is doing is raising the cost of food, heating, and transportation. This is a coal country, and we need fossil fuels for the foreseeable future. It seems that to reduce emissions and go green, we need a reliable source of green energy and the electrical structure to support it. It seems that there is a double standard in Canada where certain regions get preferential treatment and others get the shaft. It seems that a national discussion is required to realign the inequalities. It seems that we are being told we have no Canadian national identity and that we should participate in a revised world order that will decide our fate. It makes me wonder if we have enough care to want to keep a national state to defend our interests, that our status in the world has changed. We no longer have the international respect or moral authority we had in the world. Our allies don't want to share security information with us. It's up to us change this narrative. It hurts that our military has been downgraded and turned into a social agency rather than what they should be, a well-disciplined, well-equipped fighting force capable of defending our borders and meeting our commitments to our allies. It's a joke at how we treat our veterans in denying them benefits, taking far too long to give them benefits, and even going so far as to suggest assisted suicide for those veterans who have psychological problems. It's a crock when the government tells us of all the wonderful plans they have with us, but not the cost and how they will pay for them by savings in other areas. It is so sad we don't finally scream that the government makes money. doesn't make money. It only takes money. It seems that the boards of education feel that they know more of how to raise our children than we do. They tell us the lunches we need to send to school. We are told what the children are eating is not correct. They ask our young children what sex they are or want to be, and they certainly don't seem to want us questioning their teaching methods or how they teach. It makes me wonder why parents en masse don't tell them to go back to preparing children for the real world or demanding grants for private schools as alternates to public education. The sad fact that today universities, which are supposed to be the place where free speech is supposed to happen, have gutless administrators who silent points of view that don't conform to the woke majority. It is gutless politicians who won't cut public funding to these universities until they agree to a free speech platform. It's ironic that many don't, people don't see that politicians are bribing them with their own money when every level of government makes promises of new benefits. There is only one source of money. You. They don't make money. They take money. Yours. It makes me wonder why we have never alleviated child hunger 
in Canada. This should be a national priority. It's a crime the way our Indigenous people are treated. They've been promised clean water for years. It's still not here. They have inadequate housing. It seems that we need an accounting of how the billions of dollars given have been spent. Are we, as a country, working for these communities to become independent? What needs changing must, because the present system is not working. It is the comment of the woke majority that Canada is inherently racist society and that we have practiced genocide. I don't think so. We have problems, and yes, there is and was some racism. But we as Canadians are willing to change that. But that should not mean we have to change our entire culture. It is apparent that our government has so many rules and regulations that Canada is not a great place to invest. The really crazy part is Canadians themselves agree. They have invested billions outside Canada. It seems that the government is plowing ahead with their immigration policy without having a national discussion on it. It's not that Canadians are opposed to immigration but are wondering, is there enough housing, jobs and services to help the newcomers integrate into society? Should we get all of the current immigrants settled? so we will be in a better position to help future ones. It looks like our healthcare system is on life support. We keep spending more and more money and getting fewer positive results. We have 13 provincial healthcare plans. Each has different coverage. It seems a simple solution to healthcare as to see what would work and what doesn't elsewhere and implement it on a national basis. A lot of countries have national health care plans at work. It is a fact that Canada is a great country, blessed with natural resources, agricultural strength, and an educated population. So, we should harness these to become an economic power. It's up to you. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Joe's Corner 76. You can hear me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio Public, and YouTube at Joe's Corner 76.